0: Hello, everybody. You are listening to the first issue of the Blue Collar Newsletter podcast edition. It is a mini podcast released under the School of Blue Collar that is going to be raw. It's going to be unedited and it is going to go a little more in depth and summarize what we talked about this week in the newsletter. This week in the newsletter, we talked about women in the trades. So for the next two to three minutes, I'm going to be summarizing what we talked about, what we covered and what we can take away. This week, I sat down with Catherine Hart, who is a professional in construction and all around badass woman. She founded Space to Build. Space to Build is an online library and community for emerging professionals in construction. Furthermore, while she was studying construction at Virginia Tech, she co founded the Building Women in Construction organization, which is still there today and is still running thanks to Catherine. Now, I saw facts on LinkedIn months and months ago, and it said a normal route for women does not involve working in the trades. I think we need to dedu- I think we need to debunk this. One fast fact would be the fortune 500 listed a record breaking number of 23 female CEOs last year that included six CEOs who were women of color. That's in the white collar. Now, if we look at blue collar, The number of women who work in the trades has climbed by 32% over the past five years. That's a huge number. That means there are a lot more voices of women in the trades. Now let's keep going. Let's look at the risks involved in the skilled trades. They're pretty plain to see. Slips, falls, accidents, machinery, any type of substantial hazardous danger for construction workers. Now the point of this is the dangers for women in the trades are a little less visible. The unseen risk for women could include harassment, any kind of stress from a harassment, discrimination, unfit safety gear, inadequate PPE, dirty facilities, bathrooms that are not fit for women, no respect, or having to prove your worth as a woman in construction, and all the stereotypes and sexist stereotypes that come with it. The list goes on and on, right? after doing some research and actually talking to a woman who is a professional in construction i kind of have seen that there are three prominent problems in this whole women in construction topic i'm not saying these are the only problems but they're gonna they're gonna be what we cover today stereotypes proving your worth and inadequate ppe now i sat down with Catherine. And she said the most prominent issue she believes that can be addressed in construction right now is inadequate PPE. She goes on to say that we need more accessibility. I once chatted with a local safety boot vendor by my house about why he doesn't carry women's items. He said he doesn't have the customer base. I then went on to speak to an online company that told me there aren't enough women in construction to justify stocking women's items. Can you imagine walking into a store and being told that you can't be served because you're a woman or you're a man? Does that remind you of anything from the 1800s, right? She continued to say, I think there's a huge missed opportunity. Women talk, right? If you have a wife, you have a girlfriend, you know they talk about everything. If we know where to go get the good stuff, we flock, she said. She said the most, the most best PPE for women, she has found, was designed, produced, and sold by women-owned businesses. I wrapped up my interview with Catherine by asking, how do you think companies and industry representatives can address this and change the narrative? She said contracting business owners need to realize that the safety hazards they expose their female employees to. They expose their female employees to these to this to these hazards by giving them boxy safety vests. They get caught on anything, everything. These safety vests are built for men's figures. They aren't built for women's bodies. She would like to also address the problem that finding PPE and getting PPE should not be an employee's job. You know, it is the employer's job to find their own PPE for their employers. Now, the takeaway from this conversation. On the surface, it may seem like the problem is inadequate PPE for women. Safety vests that are built for men. The deeper issue that I found is that there's a severe lack of accessibility for women across all blue-collar and skilled labor jobs. Now, the women in construction aren't asking for pink hard hats or sparkle safety vests, right? They're asking for what they're owed, access to the same resources that their male coworkers are given access to. Now, I'm not sitting here saying I have all the answers and can fix this with one snap of a finger. I can't. Do I think it's going to be fixed overnight? No, I don't, right? You haven't always seen women in construction, but with the massive growth that you have seen in the past five years, I think you'll see a lot more solutions come into play. I would like to end the episode on one final quote from a journey woman laborer the harness safety harness for tying off they're not made for women she continues in saying you would have to buy a specific one for a female's body the one they give us don't fit right if you were to fall off a building with a standard harness on you would do more damage than good end of story that woman is still a laborer today i wanted to end on that because i thought it was powerful not only are these women speaking up on these issues because they feel it is unfair. It's because they feel like they may be in danger. So this week, I'd like for you to think on this. What can you do to further help women in construction or in blue-collar industries? Come back next Wednesday when I release another mini-podcast covering the newsletter of the week. Thanks, everybody.